Hey, welcome to this week's Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. This week we're going to talk about, real quick episode this week, we're going to talk about lease build-outs. Uh, I've gotten a lot of questions here lately about building out when you lease commercial property, so I want to talk about uh, commercial lease build-outs. So, DJ, hit that music, please. Support for this program comes from the Digital Broadcasting Network, presenting podcasts and web series from everyday people who have an extraordinary passion to make the world a better place. Hey everybody, this is your boy Kevin Riles with The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. And you may notice that I'm actually in my office taping this. Uh, it will be a short podcast this week. I wasn't able to get into the worldwide studios of channel713.com. And I just wanted to talk to you guys real quickly. I just had an interesting phone call uh, about uh, leasing. I had a, a potential client calling who just uh, purchased a franchise and was looking for office space in um, asked me some questions and I was like, you know what? Uh, people need to know that if they ever consider leasing uh, space. And the questions came around tenant improvements or how much does it cost to improve uh, the, when you lease a property, if you find a property that is, uh, or a strip center or something of that nature that has not been uh, constructed yet, or it's a brand new strip center and you've never, uh, there's never been a tenant in the strip center versus what we call a second generation space. I know I've covered this before uh, to a certain extent on some of the previous podcasts, but I just wanted to spend maybe five to 10 minutes with you to kind of answer some frequently asked questions I've gotten here, uh, I think three times in the last two weeks. And really what that is, is you can almost sink or swim your business, um, a retail business, and how you negotiate your tenant improvements. And just so you know, tenant improvements are those improvements that you need to make the space correct. So if you're a restaurant, it's the installation of all your equipment and your chairs and your air conditioning units. If you are an office, I just did uh, uh, in Pearland, for those of you that are familiar with tech, uh, Texas, or Houston, I should say, I just did a, a lawyer's office um, and we had to negotiate tenant improvements in, in that. Uh, and then, um, you know, if you are a uh, whatever type of retail business, so I'm trying to name different segments, but any type of retail business. And this also applies for office and things of that nature. So I guess there are three things I want you to know. There are basically three uh, types of uh, spaces as it pertains to in relation to a tenant improvement and how you would do a tenant improvement. One is a um, either white box space or cold, what they call cold, cold dark space, which basically is it's a new center uh, and you are in a situation where no one has ever occupied this space. In other words, it's never been built out. So you pass by these all the time where you see the uh, strip center and it's a brand new, beautiful strip center outside and just cement and, and metal on the inside. Uh, so that's one type of center. Second type of center uh, or space, I should say, is a second generation space, which means that um, there was a tenant in that particular space before uh, you plan to occupy it. Um, and so you, you have a situation where um, you are, um, you know, possibly be able to take advantage of those um, things that are already there, like electricity, uh, plumbing, things of that nature. Uh, and then um, the third type of space, possibly, and this goes back to the first type, which is a white box, is what we call a, uh, where a landlord might be willing to do what's called a turnkey 
uh, uh, for you. So let me cover uh, the first type, which is a white box or never been occupied space. The great thing about those is it's, it's a brand spanking new center. Usually those are put in relatively good locations. The uh, developer found a good location on a corner or on a busy street and developed this retail center and now they're looking to lease it out. Um, and you know, to lease it out, sometimes uh, developers will give really competitive, really competitive uh, uh, lease rates or give you other types of incentives to uh, lease that space out. So that's a good thing. Uh, what can be a challenge, I don't want to say bad thing, but what can be a challenge is that because no one has ever been in that space, so if you need 1,500 square feet or if you need 3,000 square feet, because no one has ever been in that space, there's nothing there. And it is, it is upon uh, your responsibility to bring everything there. When I say everything, I mean everything from the walls to the flooring to if you're going to have drop ceilings. Obviously, in, definitely in Houston, you're going to have air conditioning. You need to have the restrooms uh, and all your electrical. So you go from nothing to literally building a little mini, for like to put in residential terms, like a little mini house in 15 to uh, 3,000 square feet. On average, in my experience uh, here lately, um, for a restaurant, for instance, uh, I had a couple of restaurant clients that you know spent about on new space that had uh, never been uh, used as restaurants before, around $250,000 on what we call leasehold improvements, which are improvements for the tenant to be able to operate their business, but honestly don't really have a whole lot of value but other than to that tenant. Uh, and so the good thing about it is that you can do what you want uh, and it's a newer space. And so in that particular situation, you have to make sure that you try to negotiate the best um, tenant improvement allowance from the landlord. And a tenant improvement allowance, again, is uh, the, the landlord, you can negotiate where the, the landlord will pay a portion of, or sometimes all, or sometimes 75%, sometimes 30% of what you spend um, as it pertains to the build out. Uh, and so we call building the space out. So we call it a build out. Um, that's a real number, but remember, it's a reimbursement. Typically, it's a reimbursement. So what that means is you're spending that money up front, right? You're spending that money up front. You're, you're spending spending that 150,000 or 200,000 or 50,000 or whatever the case may be, and then upon occupancy uh, or getting your occupancy permit or whatever we arrange in your lease, uh, then the landlord cuts you a check. So you know there are definitely situations where. Your build out may be two hundred thousand uh, dollars, and we've negotiated, you know, eighty thousand in TI allowance. So your net effective build out is one hundred and twenty thousand, but you have to spend that two hundred thousand uh, up front. And so I guess I should mention that there are lenders and loan programs out there that will allow for you, uh, small business uh, SBA, one of them, uh, to to lend or to to borrow the money to do your leasehold improvements if you can show the capability of being able to. Uh, pay that back. So that's in a white box or new center situation. Second generation spaces, especially for restaurants, is the second type. And uh, the reason I prefer those, if, if the location and everything fits your business plan, is that at least you have some things there. You have air conditioning is typically there, obviously there. You have electrical that at least comes to the, the, the breaker box. You might have to rewire the entire suite but at least you have electrical that's already brought from the pole to 
uh, your space. You typically have plumbing already done and hopefully your design can incorporate uh, what's already there as far as, uh, uh, as far as uh, bathrooms and things of that nature. And so it's typically a cheaper build out. So, you know, using the restaurant example, one of my restaurant clients, uh, the uh, place that, um, that she took over uh, was an office, kind of an office build out and she turned it into a restaurant. And so, yes, she definitely had to spend some money, but she definitely didn't have to spend as much money uh, as she would have if it was just a blank space. Uh, obviously, we looked hard and fast for a second generation restaurant space. Uh, that would, be, would have been the preference uh, because the grease trap would have been already there. Hopefully the vent hood, uh, or at least the pokes in the ceiling for the vent hood would have already been there. So that there were, would have hopefully been a whole lot of restaurant stuff that uh, she could use and therefore it was more so uh, a design uh, type of situation. And so second generation spaces, whether it be office, industrial, retail, any type of leasing situation to me are always the preference if they fit your business model uh, and if they fit the location that you want to uh, locate. And then uh, finally, uh, when I say turnkey, so the third type, uh, turnkey. Turnkey is uh, typically, and it, this can be in a new space that's never been used, uh, which is the typical time it's done a turnkey, or it can be uh, in a uh, re retrofit um, where you're, you're going into a space that's already been used. But turnkey is a term that basically means that the landlord is going to build out on his on his or her own dollar, and they're literally going to give you the key when it's finished. And so literally it's turnkey. You're turning the key and it's open. Um, you don't see as many of those anymore because the landlord is taking a huge risk uh, if, especially in mom and pop, but if you have a business track record or maybe this is your second or third location, you don't have uh, contractors that you can uh, you know, rely on or the, the landlord doesn't trust you and your contractors, they want to use their own contra contractors, uh, then turnkey might be the way. Uh, and turnkey literally is you sit down with the landlord, you go over what you need, y'all come to an agreement as to you know, what the build out is going to be and then the landlord builds it out on their own dollar. Uh, and you 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 uh, move in. So how do you get? How does that get paid for? Typically, that get paid. That gets paid for uh, in the lease. In other words, if they were willing to give you, uh, you know, a dollar fifty a square foot in monthly rent, now your rent may be a dollar seventy five or a dollar eighty or two dollars because they're basically going to amortize the cost of that build out over your lease. But guess what? Even the other two scenarios uh, where I talked about a brand new space. And the scenario where I talked about a retrofit uh, uh, build out, in both of those situations, it's the same math. Whatever tenant improvement allowance the landlord gives you, they're going to get it back. They're just going to get it back over time. And it's going to be in your lease rate. You might not be able to see that, but it's definitely going to be in your lease rate. So as you think about tenant improvements and as you think about leasing, uh, just remember these three things. They've come up here in the last couple of weeks with a couple of different uh, clients and some of them were surprised that they had to come up with that level of money up front. They were just thinking about how much the monthly rent was going to be and not how much it would cost to uh, renovate the space or in this case, uh, re really create the space. So that's the real estate of life this week. Sorry for the short program, but I wanted to get something out. I appreciate you guys listening as always. If you're listening on your phone right now, please click that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, and please subscribe, share, and comment.
subscribe, share, and comment. And this is Kevin Rise with The Real Estate Life, and I will see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening as always. Do you have questions about any of the topics I'm talking about? If you have questions, let me know. Email me at kevin at kevinriles.com. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. I'm going to do a podcast just on the questions uh, that you guys are sending to me. So feel free to send them to me. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com.